Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, coming to you very shortly before you're downloading this. Really let this get to the last minute. You didn't say I'm Matt. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. I'm Matt Myra, and that's my wife, Dory Shafrir. Yep. Here we are. Doing a podcast. About not having babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, guys, a lot to talk about. Please leave your Apple Podcast reviews for this particular podcast. Don't leave it for other podcasts. What? Well, if like you accidentally left the uh, podcast review for Excellent Adventure like under Serial, it'd be weird. That would be really weird and yeah. confusing. Yeah. So just go to your Apple Podcast, leave a review for Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, and... Uh, Tell them Dory sent you. What? Uh, our Facebook group, very active. It's popping off in there, guys. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. It is really a great place to talk to people who are going through the same thing. So if you're like, man, Matt and Dory aren't around except but once a week. <laughs> Where can, can I get information? You can find a community of like-minded people. Yeah. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure uh or if this podcast and that facebook group is not enough and you'd still want more of us you can go to excellentadventure.com and you'll find a link to our patreon the patreon is great it helps this podcast go it helps babies not be born uh it's patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure our patreon supporters have helped so many of our embryos not make it yep Thank you, guys. Thank you. You guys are the best. Uh, our Twitter handle is at ExcellentPod. And um, last but not least, you can reach us by email 
DoriaMatt at gmail.com and MattandDori at gmail.com. Isn't that correct, honey? That is correct. Thank you. And our phone number is 413-461-BABY. Keep those voicemails coming. We're not going to play any today, but keep them coming. <laughs> Other times, we we could listen to them. You never know. It's just, you yeah. know. The t- Real luck of the draw, you know? Point is, we would like them to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. Guys, it is time to talk about what happened last week. We had a big appointment. Uh, yeah, we saw one of the world's leading, one of the world's leading infertility, male infertility specialists yep. who was running an hour behind. Yep. And had a, when I got in there, I would say at peak, uh, at peak time, there was five infertile men in that waiting room. Yep. Uh, <laughs> some of them were... Of all ages. I was just going to say, some of them were rather yeah. uh, elderly. <laughs> so if they're looking to reverse a vasectomy, I don't know. Our doctor... Maybe they're on their like fourth wife. Yeah, who knows? And the wife is like, uh, we want, I, I want the baby. Yeah. yeah. Or they're like, I want the baby. Okay. Give me a baby. Yeah. That's what they're saying. I see. Mm-hmm. So. This was, uh, this was uh, on the suggestion of our reproductive endocrinologist. She sent us to him. What? Dr. Beck sent us to this. She's our reproductive endocrinologist? Yeah, she's our she RE. She's just our IVF doctor. That's. That's Guys, I'm learning a lot <laughs> with all of you. Wow. 80 plus episodes in, Matt learns that our doctor is a reproductive endocrinologist. Because we went to the reproductive endocrinologist who sent us to the IVF clinic. Yes. but well, she, I'm like, well, why would a doctor who does she, that send... Guys, I just Because the first the RE difference. the first RE we saw doesn't do IVF anymore. She used to do IVF. Well, then what the fuck is the point of having a practice? She does other stuff. Like what? Sends people to IVF? <sighs> Listen, this is a this is this a is topic for another day. Guys, I'm learning so much about myself. But we got sent to this reproductive urologist. Yeah, new new category of doctor. New category of doctor. Are you? We had to go through our Are you ready to pay out of pocket? We had to go through our urologist. We had to go through our history for the what feels like the gajillionth time. God, I wish we could just like have a little pamphlet and hand it to people. We could. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. And then, yeah, then we just chatted for a little bit. Then he and Matt went to the other room and you know what I was thinking? I was like, Matt has been there while they do these exams on me. Yeah. Why don't I get to be there while they do the exams on him? Because I think it's because my exam was literally 14 seconds long. Hmm. How long was that gone for? Not that long. Yeah, it was like 30 seconds. What did he do? Drop, drop, I dropped my pants. Yep. He grabbed my balls. Yep. We called it a day. Did he say anything when he grabbed your balls? Uh, he's like, oh, you got a, you got a varicose, varicosity. Oh, he could feel that? Oh, you can see it. Oh, sure. Um, and, uh, I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. Pull your pants up. <laughs> that was it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh my sperm is being dna tested everybody yeah then you had to how was his jerk off room not good oh in fact terrible really it was not good at all um very small not that i need a large area <laughs> do you need a large comfortable but area? it was like not i'd like a slightly comfortable area sure yeah but it was like not uh if you're the world's leading reproductive urologist or whatever the hell you specialize yeah. in male infertility yeah yeah well buckle up yeah, let's get some shit together in yeah there. Come on. i hear what you're saying were you expecting to have to do that at the well i knew that i might have to ah because the lady on the phone after she got the hundred dollar credit card deposit for the appointment then asked me she's like okay so they might need a sample so abstain three days before and i was like okay got it um so I did. So listen, guys, this is this was a day. This is not a great day for me. I was feeling pretty down. No. I'd gone to the gym, gotten my fitness assessment, found out I was weighing more than I thought I was by about ten pounds, and uh, I was like, I'm incredibly out of shape. How did I do this to myself? Ugh, I feel so fat. So then I go to this guy's appointment, and we go into his office, and we're sitting in the chairs, and guess what, guys? I'm just telling him about my history, and I like to lean back in a chair. And this is one of those C-stand metal chairs, and I'm like, oh, this chair has a nice amount of give to it. Now, it doesn't break entirely, 
But when I go to lean forward to talk to the doctor, I notice that the chair does not follow me. <laughs> I then look at my wife who's looking at the chair and I'm like, oh God, I've just dented, I've just essentially broken this man's uh, office chair. And uh, I'm sure we'll get a bill. I maintained eye contact with the doctor. You did. And I was like, how does he not know this chair is broken right now? This is crazy. Uh, anyway, we got up. And I had I, I didn't even look back at the chair, but we made a very a hasty exit. We did. We but before the hasty exit, I had to jerk off in a room. <laughs> yes. So indeed. then I'm like, oh god, I have to stick around. So literally, this is also, by the way, at the gym that day, I was like, oh, I got to take a shower because I got to go to the reproductive endocrinologist. I can't go home first and then take a shower. I just don't have time because the appointment and the doctor were in Century City, so. I was like, "Fuck it! I'll just use the I'll just use the uh, shower here at the gym," and I and I do. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh man, this towel won't fit around me, this gym mm. towel." So I was like, "I'll take a second gym towel." It's genius. I'm a genius. I can get around any problem. I take the second gym towel with me. I'm like, "Oh, I better okay. Let me pull my stuff. Take my socks off. Get naked." Grab this towel. I was like, ah, well, I guess I'll just take this one towel in toward to the shower area. I don't need to be toweled that long anyway. I can just hold it. It's like it like didn't fit me by two inches. Okay. So I go take a shower, get out of the shower, go back to my locker. My locker it won't open. Everything's in there. Mm. The second towel, oh. all my clothes. And I am in a gym right in the heart of the douchiest part of Los Angeles where everyone is in incredible shape. And I'm just the fat, sad guy in the gym who has now left his other towel in there. And I'm like, oh, I should get another towel. I'm like, oh, I can't because they keep the towels at the front of the men's locker room out in the open. It's like you got to grab a towel on the way in. And I'm like, I can't get into my thing i'm like i can't go out to find my trainer because the towel doesn't fit around me i'm like this is a nightmare so i have to wait for a locker room attendant and ask him and then he has to go get someone who has to have a clipboard who comes in and then i have to like describe the locker contents it was a whole thing anyway and then i went into the urologist appointment and broke the chair oh honey terrible afternoon anyway and then i'm like in there i'm like these magazines are not gonna cut it this is crazy and then I see the young lab assistant. I'm like, oh, she's very young and attractive. And she's the, I have to hand her my terrible semen. This is awkward. So I go in into the room and I do, the, do my business. I'm like, oh, I'll find something. So I end up watching this vintage 80s porno of these two ladies who I think were, uh, I don't know a lot about the plot. I think they were uh, uh, both... Uh, into dance oh sure you okay. know and then i'm like i get this done very quickly here and then i go okay great got it all you know because i always ask did you get it all in the container oh like you might have missed yeah sometimes you know you never know what's gonna happen got it so i'm like yes i did so i'm filling okay. out the th- i'm like okay let me put the i put the phone down i go I'm like, it's, you got to fill out this whole form. So I'm like, I'll put this stuff here, and then I'll go to there. And then I go to grab the thing to fill out the form. And I'm like, oh, no, all the stuff I need is underneath the thing that I just put this. So I have to, like, move my semen, grab the paper to fill out with my birthday and all that stuff. And then I go, and I take it, and, and I put it on the desk. I give it to the lady who's going to send my sperm off to Boston to be DNA tested. And uh, then I walk back out to go pay. And then I go, oh, no. I left my phone. Oh, God. And it's totally playing porn. I'm positive. (laughs) So then I go back into that room. And I see the the phone just sitting on the chair. And I'm like, "It's it's just playing. I mean, of all the porn to be caught with, it's probably the least embarrassing pornography. Yeah, totally. Anyway, long story short. I had to pay $1,100 for that appointment. And uh, we'll be back there in two weeks. And it just made you feel bad about yourself. Oh, the whole time was terrible. It was an awful appointment. Anyway, that's what happened on the IVF mat side of things. Dory, meanwhile, is making waves with her article in the cut about IVF warrior ring. 
Yeah, so I'm sure you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I was ranting, as I do, about this term infertility warrior. And a few people wrote in and and said they agreed with me. And then um, this woman who listens to the podcast, who's also an editor at The Cut, had listened and she was like, hey, would you want to like write something about that for me? And first I was like, ooh, I don't know if I can write this without coming across as like a, a ranting, angry person. Mm-hmm. Like in a way that I didn't know if I felt comfortable with. Right. But then we talked it through and I thought about it a little bit more and I read the emails that people had sent me about it and I was like, you know what? I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I did. It's in it's it, it ran in the cut last week. Um I'll put the I'll put a link in the show notes. And I I I've gotten a lot of positive feedback about it. Honey, it's 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 great. I remember I've heard from people who've read it. So that was nice and kind of a reminder that like my feelings are valid. <laughs> and it was also nice to get like feedback on a piece of writing because it's been a while. It's been a while. And I was like, "Oh yeah. It's been a while." I I I I can write things. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was funny. That was a, that was a thing. Um so yeah, so 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 it was it was good. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad that you're glad that you did it. Thank you, honey. Dory, in case you're wondering, everybody, I don't know if you can tell by her voice, but Dory's been a much happier person since she's been able to not go into the day-to-day life of the job that she had felt like, you know what, I need to do something else. So now that she's able to do what she wants to do, for the most part, and she's able to grow as a person and a creative individual, she's been a lot happier. So hopefully we can harness that into IVF and get a baby out of it. Thank you for or noticing. Or at the very least, an embryo. Thank you for noticing, honey. Oh, you're very welcome. Someone has to notice because, quite frankly, you can be a real meanie. <gasps> Guys. Oh, my God. What? Can you believe that I would say that? That is so mean. I can't believe you would say that. We had a lovely weekend in the Catskills. If you've never been to the Catskills, I highly recommend you don't go to the Catskills. What? What? It's so far. <laughs> it was far, but it was beautiful. Beautiful. We went to a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful wedding. Mazel tov. Mazel tov to, to everyone. To Melanie and Rob and... Ron. Ron. <laughs> Rob. Why did I say Rob? I don't know. It was retarded. <laughs> wow. Listen, it's not my fault. Okay. It is my fault. It is your fault. It's not like it's Melitrob. Wasn't the hashtag. <laughs> Uh, no, that was not the hashtag. Uh, so anyway, um, we had a lot of fun at the wedding. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was, it was really beautiful. Really beautiful. Uh, Ron played a lot of guitar. Yeah, I was. I was a little jealous of yeah. the fact that he had a right-handed guitar and he's left-handed. So was whatever. he? He was taught righty. Is that what happened? It just you know, there's just the way you learn when you're a right-handed person. But he's a lefty, isn't he? Yes, he's a lefty. It's crazy, right? So that doesn't make sense. No, it does make sense because really there shouldn't be left-handed guitars. They shouldn't exist. What other instruments are left-handed? Can I go buy a left-handed piano? Can I buy a left-handed drum set? Well, I can set up a drum set left-handed, but not important. The point is... Can you buy a left-handed violin? I think you can. You can get a left-handed violin. Yeah. Which would have a nut... And a bridge because you hold the bow in, in your left hand right 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 right, right? or your right well, hand yeah so i think that's why they were like let's do let's make a left-handed thingamajiggy guitar it's called a guitar who's rob why was rob, rob is in my because head because rob is another guy at the wedding but not the groom so many ro's i know it's confusing Ugh, it's a lot ron <laughs> Be on the lookout. We're getting you a wedding gift pretty soon. I, I, I was under the impression that Dory was in charge of that, but it turns out that I have to go, all right, let's do this, and then and then we're going to do it. So that's the whole thing. Uh, and now we've set it on a podcast. So it's we, definitely I'm locking happen. us in. 
We're locked into wedding guys. I'm I don't into it. Be an ungifting of a of a thing. I All don't right. care how many of you people who are listening to this right now that went to our wedding didn't get us anything. I know there's some of you out there. <laughs> maybe there's uh, out of the 130 people, maybe there's uh, 80 people out there who didn't get us anything. 80 people. I feel like we did not. I feel like there's a lot of guilty people listening right now. And if you feel guilty, don't send us a gift. Just give us a phone call and say, hey, I can't believe that slipped our mind. I, and call Matt with, with that. Just call him. Uh, text Dory. <laughs> Leave Matt a voicemail. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get to these emails? I guess so. Okay. I mean, unless you have something else you want to talk about. I don't know. Do I? What else do I want to talk about? No, Catskills is lovely. Yeah. Woodstock's a real hippie town. Yep. They haven't let that go. No. Matt, Matt, oh, you can talk about the souvenir you bought. Uh, guys, I found a collector set of eight glasses from the 1964 World's Fair. Which is that a- I purchased and then had to ship to myself because <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to take this on a plane. Yeah. So, but you had just been talking about the 1964 World's Fair. It's not, so it's on the brain. It's, I almost always am talking about the 64 World's Fair. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true because of because of Walt. Walter Elias Disney. Yep. King of the theme park daddies. Yeah. What a weird what a weird phrase. That is a weird okay, phrase. Okay, everybody, it's time for some email. <laughs> this is from Natalie. Hello, I had to write in after the beginning of the episode where you talk about being labeled an infertility warrior. (gasps) This is what you're talking about. Yep. I 100% agree. I don't look at infertility as a battle. I know we're all going down a tough road, but calling myself a warrior seems a little dramatic. It's not a war. That's what I'm talking about. I know people have sacrificed their lives on an actual battlefield, and I can't begin to relate to that. Mm -hmm. In your article, Dory quoted a woman saying that this takes away from the true oppression, and she's so right. I'm not oppressed because my reproductive organs aren't working properly. Uh, Aside from that literal reason, I also don't like the word used, uh, the word warrior used, because this isn't something heroic. Like you said, I just want a child. And this is also for me. Mm -hmm. It's for anyone but me and my husband. It also makes me feel like I should be a cheerleader uh, or calling out a battle cry when in reality I just want to scream and cry and get wine drunk by myself with a face mask and ignore the rest of the world or snuggle with my dogs. Yes. Penny Lane and Rigby say hey Bo. Oh, Big Beatles fans in that house. Uh, For some reason it has a positive ring to it and so far this has been nothing but negative which brings me to my second point. The word journey. I got to work right as you began talking about this, so I haven't heard your whole opinion on it, but I hate using that word for this. To me, the journey implies something fun, something that I want to do or that has an outcome. My kind of journey is visiting uh, different wineries in Napa or taking a trip down the West Coast, up the West Coast. Uh, also, I feel that a journey usually has a direction and that your next few steps are usually somewhat mapped out, canceling a cycle because I have a cyst or calling 43 pharmacies because... There is a nationwide shortage of progesterone and oil or any number of other things that pop up on a daily basis. Dory, thank you for writing this piece uh, about this. You were spot on uh, on how people think that we have control over this until we've actually gone through this. You can't know. Positive attitude, the right diet, making sure your parental is the best. Prenatal. Sorry, your prenatal is the best one out there for a... M-T-H-F-R. What's that? Mutation. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You should have just read the next word that said mutation next to it. Uh, guys, I know it sounds like I don't know anything about IVF because yeah, this I is had weird. no idea what a reproductive endocrinologist was until the beginning of this podcast uh-huh. where I just thought reproductive endocrinologist is lady you go see in Beverly Hills who sends you to IVF doctor. <laughs> That's what I thought this whole time. Oh boy. I'm out of it. I'm out of I'm out of patience. Uh speaking of patience, let's get back to this one. Um till someone has become very comfortable with wands in her vagina, uh, or has inserted a two inch needle deep into her butt cheek. Dory's huffing at the beeping you're hearing, which is my text messages going off like crazy on my iPad. We're in a hotel room. 
It's very difficult. I actually don't know how to mute this message. I'm getting another. Like, Why don't you just turn now. down the volume? It on is your, on okay. mute. Okay. So I would love if if you would just like really understand that it's on mute and not get so huffy at me. Of course it's on mute. Why wouldn't it be on mute? Do you know? Do you know why I wouldn't be on mute? Because I don't care, but I do care, and it's on mute, honey. Uh, do you see? Pick how up the he rest is? of this paragraph, please, because I'm lost. Because I'm now going to try to figure out how to get rid of this beeping. Until someone has become very comfortable with wands in her vagina and has inserted a two-inch needle into her butt cheek each night for God knows how long, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear the success stories of people that went through hell and didn't conceive. Then all of a sudden they have four kids naturally. So just don't give up hope because it is in God's plan. Can I say something about this? I think that's exactly what she wanted to happen. I know people mean well, but every single person who has not gone through IVF knows someone who either adopted and then got pregnant immediately, or they were about to do their last round of IVF and then got pregnant immediately. And even though these people know that these stories are fucking annoying, they tell them anyway, because they think they're the one person whose story is going to like get through to you. And I'm like, I don't want to hear your fucking story. But right. I have to I have to like put on a fake smile and be like, oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah, maybe that will happen to me. And inside I'm like, Fuck you. Hi. This is a lot of anger, I think, towards the text message sound. <sighs> anyway, where was I? I'm not religious, and I know that these are coming from a caring place, and I know that this does happen, but no. This makes me feel like I'm being punished or that I should feel bad because I'm disappointed that we had a failed IVF cycle instead of thankful that we even have the opportunity to pay for this. A quick note on opening up about being infertile. Earlier this week, I shared a post on social media that was my most popular post ever. Hmm, mazel tov. I posted a few photos of meds, my husband in surgical gear, and our little embryo with a bit about NIAW, that's National Infertility Awareness Week, and what IVF really looks like, which was a big fat failure in our case. I got so many responses, but the ones that mattered the most were the ones that thanked me for sharing. Several women reached out to me about their own experiences in this area of life, and I was very humbled by all of it. I just want to put it out there that this doesn't always work, but that's okay. Life will go on. Letting everyone know about it was actually kind of cathartic, and I didn't have to go into details like I have to in a face-to-face conversation. Phew. This was an outrageously long email, so you don't have to read it if you don't want to. Well, sorry, we did. (laughs) I, I just love that anytime anyone says that, we feel compelled to read it. I hope what I said makes sense. Thank you so much for your podcast. You guys are really helping to normalize these conversations and we all appreciate it. If your guys are ever in Kansas city, you've got at least a few listeners that would love to meet you. I hope you three have a great weekend full of pup snuggles. Thanks, Natalie. Well, we didn't because we were away, but we got some great pictures of Bo. Yes. From our dog sitter. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, I, I feel you. Natalie, I would love to go to a Kansas city Royals game. Have you, Fact. I've never been. You've never been to Kansas City? Nope. Me neither. I've been to St. Louis. Um, you know, there's two. I've been through Kansas. You know, there's two Kansas cities. Yeah, I know. All right. Just making sure you knew that. Good Good talk, everybody. All right. Cool. Good times. Uh, our next email comes from Anonymous. Oh, hey, Anonymous. again. Anonymous is back again. All right. Unlike many early listeners who found you via Nerdist, Gilmore Guys, or my other projects, I found you while listening to Dory's Podcast Forever 35. Oh, hey, what up? Dory, please keep mentioning us over there. You've got plenty of listeners, and I think some of them might be going through infertility. I try to, I try to get it in there whenever I can. Well, let's just run this ad on there, and then we'll, we'll run an ad for Forever 35 on here. Oh, that's a good idea. Doesn't that sound great? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it said, I do have a, a love affair with discussing beauty products in excruciating detail. That said, as soon as I heard about this podcast, I switched over and I've been binging ever since. Dory, I love your voice. Oh, I love Forever you. 35. Oh, thank and you. And I just purchased your book. Oh, my God. The dedication made me smile. Anonymous, you are the best. I was hooked by the first chapter and can't wait to finish it on vacation this week. Well, I very much relate to you, Dory. Similar to Matt, I have an extreme Canada obsession. 
My husband and I have been trying for about two years. I have eggs that aren't getting any younger, and my husband has dumb sperm. That's us. Uh, we both were put on Clomid last year. We've had two failed IUIs, and now we are awaiting the results of seal surgery. Woo! All right. My husband had a few months ago. Our next step will be IVF. A few things that have helped me along the way, uh, some of which you've endorsed already. Therapy. Just found that very helpful. Talk to someone who understands and won't judge. Her therapist dealt with infertility after two failed IUIs, had success with IVF, and now has twins. Uh, they're in college. Oh, my goodness. Uh, acupuncture. I found it helpful to regulate my hormones during the post-fertility treatments. The number one thing I recommend, a period present. Simply. Every month on the first day of your period, treat yourself to a gift. It could be something big or small, the idea is to have an excuse to be kind to yourself on a day when you might feel a variety of things like loss, failure, disappointment, or anger. For me, oh, go ahead. this you. small gift to myself somehow lessens the blow of yet another month of waiting and trying. I typically purchase something Dory recommends on Forever 35. Well, if you're doing that, Anonymous, I really hope you're going to Forever 35's website and buying it through the website. Yep. That just helps us out a little bit. Um, all right. My question with IVF on the horizon, should I tell my boss? I'm worried about the flexibility I will need for appointments and the emotional ups and downs. I work in a very traditional office environment, finance department at an insurance company. My entire department is middle-aged men, most whose wives don't work. Management does not generally believe in, need, or support flexibility in the workplace. I currently work from home on Fridays, but that arrangement was initially met with a lot of resistance and has been used against me at times, even though I'm consistently rated very highly in annual reviews. Ooh. Matt is making a... A face. I'm making so many faces right now. Should I be open with my boss yes. on what we've been on what we're about to go through and let him know I may need additional flexibility going forward? Or should I just take each day as it comes and inform him no. when I may miss work on a need to know basis without going into why? I'd prefer to be open and honest about everything to reduce the added stress of lying or making up excuses. However, knowing this could be a very long road, I don't want trying to have a baby to be yet another reason why I get passed for opportunities in the future. Any advice from you or your listeners on how to handle this would be appreciated. P.S. My sister and best friend are both pregnant, and my other close friend just had a baby last week. Thank you for all you do and for helping your listeners not feel as horribly isolated with their infertility. What do you think? I think you should tell your boss that you are going through this, but I also think you should operate on something of a need-to-know basis. I don't think your boss needs to know your whole treatment protocol. No, I think your boss needs to know, listen, I'm going through some medical stuff. Yep. And it would, I just want you to be aware. I don't have to miss any time, anytime soon, but there may be the occasional morning where I have to go to an appointment. Yep. And then you just take it as it comes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, I personally think that's the best way to go. And if you're lucky, he might think you're dying. And feel so bad that you get so much time off for your IVF. That's kind of dark, honey. I know. But remember when it happened to our friend? Well, that was a slightly a different situation. Yeah, she she was interviewing for a new job and, and she didn't want to tell them she was like going through IVF. So she's like, I'm dealing with some medical stuff. And they took that to mean she and had they cancer. Just assumed. But she got the job. But then they were like sending her flowers and like all this stuff. And she was like, and then she had to be like, uh, I'm not I'm not dying. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I know. That's a tough situation. I, I I, also think, like, you don't know how long this is going to go for. This could, You could do one round and be done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't think you have to be like, this could go on for, you know, months and months. It might. It might also might not. You also might be able to, like, have your appointments. You might be able to get to work on time like with your appointments you could possibly schedule stuff um so that they work out that way so it might not i'm just saying it might not end up being as much time as you think it's going to be but i think it's important to just give them a heads up beforehand hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks. Tees and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Say hello to our advertisers. Sure is. Um, We have an email here from Liza. Yeah. She says, hi, Matt and Dory. I'm... I say hi. Oh, hi. Yeah. I'm currently going through IVF and love the podcast. It has been so comforting to hear from a group of people who are all dealing with the same stress and emotions and other stuff that comes with IVF and infertility issues. I've listened to most of the episodes, but I'll admit I did skip a few in the middle. (sighs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, question mark? Could have been a boring Look, I don't know. Are you sorry? Mm, Great question. You know? All right. I don't think you've discussed the progesterone and oil injections all that much. I'm hearing about this progesterone and oil now twice in the same episode. Well, because the previous email, uh, two emails ago, mentioned it. that there was a shortage on it. There has been a shortage for quite some time. This has come up in the Facebook group quite a bit. Let's hear it. Well, I will also say, Liza, uh, we have discussed progesterone and oil, but those might be... On some of those episodes. Some of that middle that you stuff. you skipped. Because I did do progesterone and oil shots for my first... Was that the stuff we had to mix? Uh, That was the stuff with the long needle in the butt. Yeah, yeah. You bent, you bent that needle. I bent that needle. There was, a, yeah, there was a very dramatic episode, actually, where I talked about how I had to give myself the shot because Matt wasn't home. She was crying. I was crying. I bent the needle. She called me i had i drove home from vegas a day early it was horrible it was because i had to leave vegas a day early it was horrible anyway you would probably remember that if you had heard it (laughs) i'm just saying all right anyway the pio shot is what i've dreaded from the start because i've heard it's big and it hurts and you have to do it for 12 weeks well you have to do it for 12 weeks if you get pregnant so 
if you're doing it for 12 weeks, thumbs up. Great yeah, job. Exactly. I was scheduled to do my first FET last month and I started the PIO shot a few days before my FET date. I somehow got an infection from my first injection. I got cellulitis and it was honestly the worst and most painful thing ever. It got so bad. I ended up in the ER with IV antibiotics. Wow. Oh, that sounds horrible. Now that I finished my antibiotics and I'm on the mend, we're ramping up for another try at my FVT. I think my infection was just another bump in the road and just bad luck. Mm-hmm. My doctor said I can't inject anything in the side that was infected. The plan is to do only the PIO every other day on my good side and supplement with progesterone suppositories. OMG, TMI, I'm so sorry. Okay, no, wait. not here. There's, you no, have... there's no TMI. Liza. Got a long way to go. I think you've skipped quite a few episodes. <laughs> Including suppository. Including time. suppository discussion because I have talked a lot about progesterone suppositories. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. On the off days, I'm putting out an egg signal to see if anyone has had success with an FET without doing the PIO injection every day. Well, let me stop her and say, we certainly haven't. Right. <laughs> well, that was partly why I read this because I was like, well, I did do the suppositories, but I did not have success. So, you know. Very true. Um, I was also wondering if anyone has insight into the different oils. Liza, I think you need to join the Facebook group. Because this has been discussed extensively in the Facebook group, and people have varying thoughts on this. Um, There's apparently a nationwide shortage on sesame oil, which is what the progesterone is typically mixed with. They are supplementing it at my pharmacy with ethyl olate. Is one oil better than the other? I've read tons of posts online where girls say to heat the area first and after, or ice it first and heat it after to help with the shot. Some people say to do squats after the injections. Oh, that's interesting. Any PIO thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Um, I never did squats, but I did like massage it in because it can get like lumpy. Well, I mean, you're just, you're developing scar tissue. Yeah. Because you keep shoving a needle in. I don't think it matters what kind of oil it's in. We also in the Facebook group, I know people have chimed in who are allergic to sesame oil. So they've never been able to do the progesterone shots in sesame oil. Mm. They've had to get a different formulation. Interesting. Um, So, yeah. Apparently there's also a Lupron shortage now. What's happening? I don't know. Should we be making our own in a bathtub and selling it? Probably. Oh, boy. Sounds like a great idea. Some Lupron moonshine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, all right. Well, the egg signal has gone out. Liza, I also recommend you join the Facebook group. Liza, if you join the Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure, you will be shocked to learn that there are many people like you who are getting information for people who used to be like you, who now have information. From people like you? From people like you. Um, hmm. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is... The stuff's being talked about over there. Yep. And you know what? We're better than any message board because we're not cowering behind a message board. <laughs> we're in a community. We also don't allow terms like Frosties. Is Frosties in her email? No. Oh, thank no, God. No, no, no. I'm just saying like there's message boards where people use these like dumb words. I'm just like... Just fucking call them embryos. <laughs> uh, there you go. Yep. Great job. I think Matt's a little disturbed at my anger. Towards Frosties? Towards just like, you know. You know, I, I started the podcast saying how much uh, of a good mood you've been in lately. Yeah. And you just start this IVF podcast and all of a sudden you're Beast Lady. Uh. I, I, I resent that remark. Dragon lady. I resent that remark. Fire-breathing dragon I actually lady. think I, I think both those things are true. I think I have been in a better mood lately. And I also think that... Have you been angrier at IVF than, than previously? I think I'm allowing some of my anger at IVF to come through. Ah, I see. I mean, it's fun to have the balls in my court. Literally. <laughs> um, boy, oh boy. What a, what a calamity that day was. Yeah, and then, well, I had to, and then I had to rush home to record a to podcast. record Star Trek: The Next Conversation. Yep, the one that you're going to hear today was the one that I recorded right after that appointment. I wonder if I talked about the chair breaking or if I just saved it for this one. I don't even remember. Hmm. That's a two-hour podcast for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. Oi, boy. Oi, vey. Yeah, yeah. Oi, vey is mere. 
Anyway. I went to Broadway dance class that night. That's what she does now, guys. And if you want to hear more about Broadway dance class, listen to Forever 35. She's really doing stuff. <laughs> uh, <sighs> we don't have that many more emails, i.e. we have one more email. Yeah. Is this a shorter episode? Yeah, we didn't get that many emails. Did we really not get that many emails? Yeah. What the hell, everyone? I don't know what to say. This podcast only works if you're working. That means <laughs> pick up the fucking computer and start typing to mattanddory at gmail.com or doryamatt at gmail.com. If you're not doing this, then the show doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, so buckle the fuck up. And that question you think is too dumb to ask, ask it. Yep. We'll hear from you next week, guys. I okay, can't wait. It's going to be great. Yay. This is from Anonymous. I've been binging on the podcast since I was invited into the Facebook group last week. No spoilers, please, but I'm at episode 16. <laughs> Nothing changes. Uh, <laughs> and thanks for keeping me awake and alive through my drive from Atlanta to vacation in Destin. Solo vacation, man. Which What's Destin? Uh, is Destin in Ohio? Destin, Ohio sounds like a place. No. Why don't you guggle it? I think it might be Georgia, actually. Oh. Destin. Well, that's not a, why would we need to keep you awake during that drive? I guess if it's through Georgia. It's probably going to be pretty... It's in Florida. Oh. It's in the Panhandle. That sounds exciting. It's known for its Gulf of Mexico beaches and many golf courses. Oh, my God. That is literally in the Panhandle. As well as the Destin Harbor Boardwalk. Are you going to go to the Destin Harbor Boardwalk? Are you going to go to Big Kahuna's? Big Kahuna's Water Park. Are you going to go James Lee Beach? Are you going to go uh, ride a banana boat? Hey, Destin sounds pretty nice. This sounds like a hoot. Honey, maybe we should go to Destin. Well, let's find out if this pans out for her as she's writing this email. Okay. Uh, brings it to this far in the podcast I've heard your friends who are couples discuss their journeys I hate that word but semantics well welcome to now uh, have you looked at people women or men going at it alone here's where I get too personal my first email mm, you're never too personal in an email to us I'm 40 always wanted children ideally to be pregnant give birth to a genetic child yet I haven't met the person who will be my partner for life uh, love or parenthood. So I froze my eggs in early 2017 and upon moving from New York City to Atlanta where 40 is pants on fire have a baby now it's your last shot uh, my doctor advised me that it's now or never. So it's time for IVF and by myself. While I too uh, switched to a female RE in the same clinic due to needing more communication and more relatable bedside manner I'm glad he drove a hard line with me uh, I've gone through two full unsuccessful retrieval transfer cycles and did my last retrieval in March. Transfer in late May. It's coming down the pipe, everybody. Uh, being single and using donor sperm, they think my infertility is mostly age-related, but I am going through all the emotions by myself so I can relate deeply to what I've heard thus far on the podcast and have read on the Facebook forum. I've, if you've not covered this yet, I'd love to know about other women or men in my situation who are moving forward uh, because our genetic days are numbered and hoping to assume, uh, hoping slash assuming that having a child solo doesn't thwart future romantic efforts. Not to be presumptuous, but I'm 100% cool with you reading this on your podcast, but please remove my name. We did, Anonymous. Thank God, because sometimes I look up and I'm like, oh God, I read the name. That's my fault. I'm uh, sorry. My mom doesn't know that I'm doing this. Dad does. Long story. So, I don't want to be public just yet. As a writer, though, oh boy, can't wait until I am. Thanks for all you're doing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Honey. Yes. Have we done the solo journey? I said journey. What am I doing? I know. Here? Well, Guys, whatever. It's just the words now. I mean, we've uh, we've talked to a few. There have been a few people who've written in, and we've talked about single mothers by choice. Mm -hmm. 
and that has also come up in the Facebook group. We also, we did that interview with the sisters. Remember mm-hmm. one yeah. who donated the eggs to her sister who, who is a single mom and was raising her kid as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it is something we have touched on. I don't think we have gone into like great detail about it. Have you done it? Anyone out there? And would you like to be interviewed on this podcast? Would yeah, you like that would be a good interview. Openly. Yeah, totally. With people who care. Yep. I.e. Dory while I'm somehow gone out of the house. <laughs> Seems to be what happens. Yeah, but I did that interview with the surrogate last week and I did it like it worked. It was good. And I was like, oh, we can do phone interviews. This totally works. Yeah. Sure. It's an option. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the anonymous. That's what we're saying to you right now. We're gonna we're gonna tr- hopefully try to cover this a little bit more right now. Yep. Or not right now, but like as soon as someone reaches out to us and and we'll and we'll talk. Here we go, putting out that egg signal. Um, the egg signal has been released into the world. I hope you're ready for it, everyone. Uh, anything else we'd like to cover, honey? We are coming to a close. That is our last email. I wish you people would just pick up the email and email us. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, just, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I, I think I've just, I've really entered a period of like resignation and, you know, people will periodically check in and be like, how's, how's IVF stuff going? And I'm just like, mm. you tell me. Yeah. You tell me, motherfucker. Oh, boy. I didn't mean for that to happen. Uh, Okay, guys. That does it for the podcast. A reminder, you can support us on the Patreon page, and you can get up to two bonus episodes per month. You can go to patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. Huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you support us at the $5 level or above, we're going to get your name read on the podcast each month. Uh, you'll also get a back catalog of Patreon episodes if you yeah. support us there. So, so uh, if you support us... Guess what, guys? The first of the month, that's when they charge yep. the card. So if you're hearing this on Monday, you could sign up tomorrow. Get everything. Or sign up today. This week. If it's Monday. And yeah. then, boom, they'll charge your card the $5 or $10 on the following day, which will be Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then, wah, you'll have access to everything. Yeah. And there's an RSS feed, so it'll refresh when you know it. And uh, if you're uh, an avid listener of the podcast and a Patreon supporter, look uh, be on the lookout for the second Patreon episode uh, today. Yep. Uh, today, if you're hearing this on Monday. So I have to like do a lot of future timing. Yeah. All right, guys. That does it for the podcast. If you need anything else, you can find us. Uh, email us, DoryMatt at gmail.com, Matt and Dory at gmail.com, or call us, 413-461-BABY. That's it. We'll see you next week. 